Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Puzzle and Minds podcast. Uh, we are joined today by a previous guest we've had before and our social media manager, Emily. So please give her a warm welcome back. Hi. Also, I just think it's really important to mention that I am the most frequently featured guest on this podcast. Yeah. Yes. And we appreciate <laughs> all your appearances that you that you have on this. We appreciate um, the opportunity. Today's uh, topic is another spicy boy. It is off the charts on the caliente meter. So today is brought to you by the letter B for body positivity. So let's start off with um, kind of defining what body positivity is. So I try to look up, you know, like a an actual definition in a, in a, what do you call it? A dictionary. Yeah. And, like urban dictionary. That's no, like the no, way you're no, 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 definitely not urban dictionary. Um, but like a, like a Webster or anything like that. And to my knowledge, there isn't like a definitive answer of what body positivity is. And so like looking up on some websites and kind of gathering like what a uh, conglomerate of what it, what people think it is. Um, I guess the whole general theme of it is the mindset that people deserve to have a po- uh, positive body image, regardless of how society or, you know, popular culture views these shapes, appearances or whatever it is. But, you know, when you ask someone, I feel like you'll get different answers based on who you, who you ask, you know, someone could say it's appreciating your body with all the flaws that you have, uh, feeling confident in, in your body or loving yourself, accepting who you are or a combination of both or whatever it is. So maybe, you know, that's, it's kind of based on what you perceive as your kind of positive image of yourself. Um, but for me, at least, I, I had the notion that body positivity was just loving your body no matter what, and you just let yourself go, like sitting on the couch, eating junk food all day, and not can't say that, John. You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I thought it was, but that's a misconception on my part, and you know, I just I kind of wanted to address that because that's what I really thought that body positivity was. I think that that's a misconception on a, the part of a lot of people and including people who think that they're practicing body positivity. Like you said, I think that body positivity can mean different things to different people. And I think an important one to mention is that some people take body positivity as they take care of their bodies in order to be positive about it. Like their positivity is working out every day or eating healthy and that's how Mm -hmm. they're positive for themselves. But I think that a lot of people kind of have twisted the idea and made it more of, it doesn't matter how I look. I'm just going to do what I want when I want. Yeah. And made it an excuse to be unhealthy. Yeah. That's the part that I think that basically it's become because I would have interpreted body positivity as like doing po- things that are positive for your body. Like you said, being healthy in some, in some fashion, you don't have to be like super healthy, like a CrossFitter or marathon runner, but you're doing positive things to your body. Right. Right. And, but so my confusion is how, we've come to this point where now it's we, you have to accept someone's whatever shape or form or what's going on internally of someone's body. You have to accept that you're not allowed to say anything about it. So when did it, when did this all start? I always, I always feel like it always goes back to social media and I think body positivity kind of started this whole, like accept me as I am, even if I don't do a single thing to benefit, you know, to like benefit my health. Yeah. So, um, so kind of like reeling it back real quick. So I think like body positivity 
is kind of like a continual journey of self-improvement, you know, feeling good mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you're into. Yeah. And I kind of want to harp on the fact that the word is continual because of that process shouldn't be something that you just do once you feel good and just, just quit it. It's right. Like I did this once, so I'm good. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's something that you personally set as goals, as objectives, not as, not at what society kind of has a spitting image of. Um, and for the part where you had mentioned like where this call started, I want to say like back in the sixties, um, there was a, a coalition. I have to, I have to look it up because I didn't think I was going to have to know, like know this, but it's something about like the, I want to say national association of fat something, but it started in the sixties. Um, so this kind of dates back like a while ago. Um, but I have to, I have to look up what the acronym is, but this has been, been around for, I guess, for a while. I think you're wrong. I mean, I, I'm sure that's true and that's a thing, but I think body positivity has been around since there were any constructs of fashion or any expectations of men or women at all. Like years ago, it was a huge deal. If a woman had, if a woman was like heavier or more, it was a big deal because that means they had money or they were good for bearing children and like so many different things. And like what has been, what has been an acceptable body image has evolved and changed over the years so much. And I think it's always been a thing. I just think that nobody has been so, I think that it's more recent that people are so accepting of just looking a certain way and not caring about themselves. Like I think it's only been twisted recently. Do you think the issue comes from like different cultures have different views of what's aesthetically, I guess, so I guess acceptable for physique for males and females. And then you are now trying to pretty much have this one universal, like best physique or for males and females. And that's kind of like the issue or is it something that it's always, it's always been here. We just are noticing it now because of maybe like social media where like being a fitness influencer is a thing now. Cause before, being like a like a, I guess a models were like the I guess quote unquote like unreal unreal unrealistic body standards right and it used to be something where we used to have a big separation between well this person's physique we understand it looks amazing but they are a model so their physique is meant to look fat ridiculously good all the time which is very hard to maintain but now it seems like since everyone is a quote unquote model with the rise of Instagram and whatever you know other people use those standards have now bled into regular day society where now it feels like all of us are, I guess, not forced, but we're judged on a maybe harsher scale. Yeah. I think those standards are upheld more. um, I don't know, more globally. I feel like people expect that of others pretty universally now because it's so commonplace. Everyone knows somebody or follows somebody or is exposed to somebody who's mm-hmm. relatable at least that looks like that, like relatable in some other way, yeah. mind you, but you know, that, mm-hmm. that looks great and takes great care of themselves. Mm-hmm. But again, like every, so everyone is made differently. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's unrealistic. It's impossible for everyone yeah. to look picture perfect the same all the time. But I, I do think that social media has definitely caused an evolution in this, yeah. this whole body positivity thing. So um, the the acronym was NAAFA for those that are wondering. It's the National Association um, for the Advancement of 
fat or national association to advance fat acceptance. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. So, you know, you had mentioned like social media and you know, think that how that may have, I guess, I don't want to say affected, but kind of made the talk for body positivity. So do you guys remember that dove campaign in 2004? No. Uh, not, no. <laughs> of course, John. Yeah, look at it every day. Yeah. Specifically. Yes. Specifically 2004. So there was a Dove uh, Real Beauty campaign, and they, they mm. took a woman. Um, she's having like a photo shoot, and they ended up, quote, modifying her to the point where it was unrealistic and unattainable beauty. And so that mm-hmm. was just kind of like a, a message that Dove kind of shot out. And so they kind of did it again, like Dove did another um, commercial with, it's called Real Beauty Sketches. And so they kind of delved in on how how we perceive ourselves and how others perceive ourselves. And so um, each woman that was interviewed in that little like video was subject to like an FBI trained forensic artist. And one was based on her description and another one was based on a a stranger's uh, description. So, you know, it's, I guess, I guess it was kind of portraying the message that, you know, it's the the standard that we have with society, I guess, isn't, I don't know what the word is. I feel like it's a great example of you're your own worst critic. Mm. Mm. But the, the the thing I'm I'm wondering is when did it become because like I guess the biggest thing I've seen of body positivity now where it it's almost become a thing where you're not allowed to basically if you take like for example like if I if you take care of yourself right that's a good thing you know you exercise you know even people that are like really in really good shape ripped and all that stuff there's nothing wrong with that because we like to use these words unattainable a lot if people have done it, then it doesn't mean it's unattainable. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, the, I guess the issue that we're saying now is that people are saying that that should be the standard. That's one thing I've always argued against. I don't think it should be the standard. Like every single dude has to look like Jason Momoa and every single woman should be built like Jennifer Lopez. No, but if it's something that you're chasing and it's what, something that you want, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look like that. I think now there's like this, um, so I wouldn't even say it's like fitness shaming, but it's like to the point where if someone's like out of shape, I always think of someone's like, let's say like six, 700 pounds or, you know, one of those like, like ridiculously overweight. That person clearly is not living a healthy lifestyle. Right. And it, with the body positivity thing nowadays, like you're not allowed to say anything about it. Like I wouldn't never comment on somebody else's body, but I think it's okay to mention like that person is clearly not healthy. Like that's just a fact there's a certain point where you see someone you're like, okay, that person's clear on whatever you're doing. I don't even need to know who you are, what you do on a daily basis, but based off what you see externally, you can clearly tell that like that person is not doing, you know, the right things. And then I think now you get a mob of people that tend to want to defend these kind of people. And I think that's the dangerous part because that promoting unhealthiness, like to be like an acceptance of like, Oh no, it's okay. Some people don't have time to be, be ridiculously in shape and all that. It's not what we're saying. We're saying that, like, if you exercise even moderately, you're not going to get to the point where we see some of these people that are pretty massive. But I think sometimes it's a little dangerous when you see some women that are, like, clearly, or some women, or even a lot of men a lot as well, too, that are clearly out of shape, that are saying, nah, man, you need to accept this. He's like, no, you really shouldn't. Otherwise, there's no need for things like gyms. I agree and I disagree um, because I think now, again, I don't think I've ever encountered or heard of someone who's six or 700 pounds, 
that is that way due to a medical condition or issue. But I do think that there are certain conditions or health concerns that prevent exercising, prevent people from certain diets, and that can cause weight issues or body issues. And issues is the wrong word, but like weight differences Complications. or body differences to both extremes. I know people who have serious dietary restrictions, like no soy, no dairy, no wheat. Literally, they can't eat anything. And they're like the skinniest, tiniest person ever. And it's they and I have experienced firsthand people insulting them or judging them for the way that they they look for something that they really can't help. And I also know people who have health conditions that prevent them from exercising regularly. And they're not in horrible shape they take care of themselves they eat healthy and they you know again they have a health condition so they're they're still obviously very conscious of caring for themselves if they Mm -hmm. even know they have that condition so i think that it can be i think it can be there's a fine line where i wonder what is the percentage though like the people you just mentioned because that's also a case we see a lot of times where a lot of people you know you know like you said do have those issues where you know they have you know conditions or they have like dietary restrictions but is that the vast majority of the population? Let's use the U.S. for example. I'm willing to bet that the vast majority of the U.S. population that is overweight, the majority of them don't have conditions. It's lifestyle choices. And I agree with Sedentary that. But the issue is, choices. oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I was just, I was just modifying it so it said sedentary lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think that the issue there is that nobody knows who does yeah. and who doesn't have something that's impacting how they look or how they mm-hmm. appear or what their lifestyle mm-hmm. is like. So that's part of the reason that it's not appropriate to say anything. And I'm, like, I'm the kind of person that I am really bad about holding my tongue. Things fly out of my mouth and I say dumb shit all the damn time. And it gets me in trouble all the mm-hmm. damn time. But I also know that I've encountered people who have done the same thing to me and who, and I know how that feels to like, be like, well, actually you don't know, but I'm like this, like, this is Mm -hmm. why I do this. And so I think it's important to be able to filter those thoughts. And that's why it's not okay to, I don't know, to say certain things as much as like, if someone's saying like, oh, well, you should really, you know, exercise more. Of course that's said with the Mm -hmm. best of intentions. No one's like, I mean, I guess there's some people out there who are just being a hater, but for the most part, I feel like people are being, I don't know, caring and helpful, or at least trying to, if they say something like that, it's just a matter of knowing the person and knowing, knowing their story before you put that out there. Yeah. So I think we should, we should clarify that, you know, I, I think for the most of us, we say that we're not judging people for those that are trying to benefit themselves. And they're still, I guess, quote yeah. overweight because Over, yeah not... the people that are trying there's nothing wrong with yeah. that like if you're trying like there's nothing wrong with that and i'm not even talking about like you know you're working out five days a week you know like two hours in the gym every day N- nothing like that i'm talking about things like for, i'm talking about people for example that don't do anything and then they're promoting body positivity i think that's yeah. dangerous that are... um, the people that do everything they can to and to be in the best shape they can there's nothing wrong with that that is that's trying is the whole point. That is the whole point. The message that you know we I think people should get from this podcast is that like at least try. Mm-hmm. I completely agree because like I was saying earlier, body positivity for some people and for me specifically isn't really 
about like, oh, well, it doesn't matter how I look. I'm just going to love myself no matter what. It's more like yeah. I love myself by exercising, even though mm-hmm. everyone fucking hates exercising. I don't care yeah. if you say you like it. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. By eating healthy occasionally, even though, yeah, I would rather have McDonald's every single mm-hmm. day. I love McDonald's. But like you can't do that, you know? So body yeah. positivity for me is taking care of myself. And I'm not in the best shape, like, but yeah. I've been heavier before and I've been super, super thin before. And I'm happy with how I look because I know I take care of myself to a point where I'm not unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. So then that's, you know, that's kind of like the whole, that goes back to the whole beginning of how it's body positivity is personalized. And so for you, you know, you're body positive because you are like loving yourself in however way that you are, you know, but I think what we're, what we're trying to get it is that, you know, whatever you do with not not you emily but just in general whatever you do with your body is your you can do whatever you want with your body but when you start pushing ideologies onto someone else i think that's where it becomes a problem and so for instance um there's an example of this this curve model uh, that's what it's called i guess uh christina but it's c or i'm sorry i don't even know my letters k-h-r-y-s-t-y-a-n-a anyway so she was a a model on um, america's next top model and she says quote she knows firsthand how followers can turn on you so anytime that she was quote thicker she got a lot of support um and when she was looked like a quote more traditional model she got less love. She got less followers. She got called out for not being fat enough or quote fat enough end quote and not being quote body positive anymore. And so another, or I guess another example is Adele, you know, in mm-hmm. early 2020, a picture of Adele showed up on the internet and she had lost a lot of weight. I don't know how much she didn't really specify how much it was, but there were some people who praised her. There were some people who said that, you know, um, she shouldn't have lost that much weight, but you know, why? I just don't understand who in their right mind thinks that they like, I'm sorry. Do you know Adele? Like wh- in what world is it your business to be like, you shouldn't that's have lost a, that much weight that's or exactly like, what I'm oh, getting at. Yeah. this There's you're no- a better person now because you've lost weight. Like it just makes, it makes no sense. You know, for that's it's as a celebrity, she's putting herself out there and sharing her life enough that she doesn't owe anyone an explanation for what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that for anyone to comment on, like, I understand people, I mean, obviously people are going to notice she's a big figure. People know who mm-hmm. she is. Someone's going to say something. There's, there's no way around it. It's going to be mentioned, but for anyone mm-hmm. to comment positive, like as this is how it should have been, or this is not how it should have been. And like yeah. make a definitive statement that something's incorrect. There is just so wrong and twisted and fucking weird. I think it's and, so weird. Yeah, so yeah, doesn't, that, thing. doesn't that thing, like when you judge someone for losing weight, isn't that going against body positive? It's also the same problem. Like it's the same problem. Body positivity is not only about people that are, you know, heavier being ragged on. It's also about people that maybe be underweight that are ragged on. Because let's assume Adele, once she lost all that weight, she's healthy now. Because she's, I saw a recent photo of her and she looks like an entirely different person. You know, Firstly, my preference aesthetically, like she looks amazing. Like she looks healthier. I'm just assuming she's. She looks awesome. Yeah, she looks amazing now, right? 
So the thing is, why don't people celebrate when people, because when Adele, Adele's always been a beautiful woman, bigger, skinnier, doesn't matter to me, beautiful woman. So let's talk about like healthier wise. She's healthier. She looks healthier now. Well, the assumption is she's healthier now. And then people rag on her. That's the part that I think, that's the part about body positivity that I think that is different about the, bit different about when it first started because now it's almost like people don't yeah, like the fact that, yeah, people don't like the fact that like you look, you know, you look better now. Because sometimes body positivity can be about like, I don't feel so good about myself. I see somebody else that may have the same physique as I do that's successful so I can relate. Now they change. Now I no longer like that person. And that's the part that I think is kind of dangerous sometimes where it's like, so this person made a positive change in their life and you're mad at it to the point where you want to make that person feel bad about it. And it's the same thing is ridiculous. You can't be mad at someone because you can't identify with them anymore. Like I just don't get that. Yeah, it's a very, it seems to be a very double-edged sword thing. And the one thing I noticed is different, it's different between the sexes also as well too. Because men handle body positivity one way and I guess women handle it another way. I can only speak from the male perspective, but from what I've seen with a lot of men, when a guy goes from being really overweight to ripped, men tend not to really rag on each other. Like, oh shit, dude got fucking shredded. If anything, we tend to not look at ourselves like, well, we need to do, we need to get, step our game up. Well, I guess one thing I've, one thing I've, I think is a cause, I think it's a symptom of what men have done to women where women tend to kind of fire at each other a lot. And I think men are honestly at fault because of that, because we've unfortunately set these ridiculously high standards that a lot of women buy into. And now women as a result are kind of like mean towards each other. Like you see the Kardashians, they're the biggest perpetrators of this also's world too, because they, to this day, they'll tell you that they haven't had any, you know, you know, body modification at all. But you can probably just fucking poke them with, you know, a knife and fucking silicone and come out of most of their body. Oh, God. But they're telling, but the thing is, they're telling, like, young girls grow up thinking, like, okay, I need to have this kind of waist. I need to have this kind of ass. Like, that's ridiculous. Right. Like, this and is how fuck- I can and should look. Yeah. And this is, so- this is the thing. I have nothing against plastic surgery. If you are honest, like, if, let's say it's for them, but it's no one's business. But if you're, like, a Kardashian or someone that, like, puts your body out there, I think you have a responsibility to tell people that you had your body surgically enhanced so that young Becky, who's 15 years old, isn't thinking that, like, okay, like, she can get that maybe naturally if her body can't produce that kind of physique. And that's the part where I think is ridiculous. I do, too, and I think it creates some serious self-hatred from people who think and believe they can achieve certain results by, I mean, just without surgery. And I think that I'm sure for someone somewhere, like I said, everyone's body is different. So I'm sure for someone it's achievable um, or obtainable without modification. But I agree that I don't think it should be. If someone wants plastic surgery, like, again, why is it our business? Like, yeah. just, like just go ahead. Why, why would anyone shame them? And why would you feel the need to hide it? Like, I'm not going to lie. If I were going to have plastic surgery, I would love to have, I don't know. I don't think I want plastic surgery, actually. I would, if I, if I were going to get plastic surgery, I would get a nose job and I don't have any reason that I needed one, but I also wouldn't lie to anyone about it. Like I'd be like, is it, I'd be showing it off. I'd be like, isn't my nose great? <laughs> like, look how cute it is now, you know? Yeah. And I think going back to what you said, Emily, a lot of times the reason why people do lie about it is because I think there's still this thing about natural being better than surgical enhancements. And mm-hmm. it's very, very kind of like, I guess spicy topic because 
I'll give an example. There's some people that have gotten cosmetic surgery and I personally think they look better. Not to say they were ugly before, but they got something and they look better. Like, and they feel better people. for about themselves. So like, that's what it all comes down though. to. If yeah, it's making like, you, you more positive about your body, then fine. Like do yeah. what you got to do to be happy. Yeah. Like if you want to do whatever, get, you know, you know, breast implants or whatever, that's perfectly fine. But I think the issue now is we're having, we have two far ends of the spectrum, right? We have one side of society saying like, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to do absolutely nothing except me. And this is how no one should say shit about how I look. And then you have the other side of the spectrum. That's like complete enhancement, borderline, you know, like cyborg mode, getting enhanced everything. And then saying, oh, I got this natural, follow this, follow X, Y, and Z to attain this. And that's the, I think that's kind of like the problem. I do like the fact that in today's society, we have, you can almost, we're more accepting of different physiques. And that's a great thing. Because back in the day, each generation had a, I remember like back in the day, each generation had a thing that they liked. Like it wasn't like the 70s. It was like, you know, no ass, beautiful hair. And then like, like 60s was like when men were like supposed to be like really masculine men, like super fucking hairy, jacked, mustache and all that. But everything was always like- hairy. But that was the thing. Like, remember how, like, each generation had a one specific, this is what the most attractive thing looks like in each generation. Now we're kind of like, we have multiple things that are attractive. And that's amazing that, like, most people can, like, you know, Google search somebody that has a body that is, you know, comparable to theirs. And we're accepting of that. I think the I biggest I agree. Thing- and honestly, it was inappropriate of me to even just then say, uh, Harry. Because, like, that's my personal preference. Like, I am... I have all kinds of different heritage that I won't get into, yeah. but I'm a hairy person. Like I literally I'm going on vacation tomorrow. I just got in the shower, shaved my legs, got out of the shower, did my dermaplaning because I can't go to a salon right now. Like ever, everyone has different things and different preferences. So I think for anyone to con- like at this point, there are people who love men who have like hair on their face and their chest and everything. There are people who are into dad bods and there are, Every, like, everyone's into their own thing. So I think nobody has any place to be like, I don't know. But it's just, okay again, to yeah. like what you like, though. That's the thing. That's the part that I think body positivity is not fair about. It's okay for people not to be attracted to certain things. You shouldn't be shamed for not being attracted to maybe a skinnier person or a heavier person. That is your preference. That's the part I think that body positivity is taking a wrong turn on, where now it's like you're not allowed to not accept something. If that makes sense, yeah. So, so let's let's um, let's bring in some plus size models, and I I want to see how we go with this because let's let's talk about Tess Holiday. Mm-hmm. Wait, so, I don't know who that is. Am I an idiot? No, She's not just, really, just I, look her up on on your phone real quick. Yeah, so, like Tess Holiday is like not. I wouldn't say it's a person that like everyone knows. So don't feel okay. Like, yeah. So yeah. anyone that's She's got that's cool tattoos. Right? Yeah, and so here's the thing. We like we said before, we're not saying that she's not beautiful, but what we're saying is that when well, I don't, and I don't know, if yeah. She, when I you listeners, you have to Google Tess Holiday because this is going to make all the difference. Yeah, kind of like for John's explanation. So I don't know if she's pushing the notion of um like being unhealthy. I don't I don't know that. But what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is that I'm going to say this. She's actually gorgeous. She's got amazing eyebrows. I guess 
I, I, I think I can kind of figure out what John's trying to put, you know, I guess politically correctly is that she would be healthier if she were lighter. She's a big, she's a very big woman. Yeah. And, and if that's how she is happy with herself and that's how yeah. she feels best about mm. herself and the person she's with or wants to be with or whatever, not that that should really mm. matter, but is attracted to that. Like there are people who are attracted to people who look mm. all different kinds of ways. And that's so, perfectly fine. That's what we're, we're saying that also as well too. That's perfectly fine. Exactly. The issue is she promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. An lifestyle because to have that physique you're not necessarily living a healthy lifestyle. Put it that okay, way. Okay, I have a better example. Sorry, John. Awesome. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, people are going to hate me for this. That's um, Lizzo. I'm just going to say it right now. I am not a Lizzo fan. I'm just not into her music. I don't know why. I'm just not into it. And I agree. Like Now, I will say recently I've seen a lot of her saying like people think you know, I don't work out and I don't do this. She's like, but I actually go hiking. I worked out mm. every day. I just want to be, I just want to eat what I want. So I have to exercise to do that, but I'm still the way I look. So I love that. Oh, she, be. I love that she loves herself, but I do think that she waited too long to promote that she's being healthy and taking mm-hmm. some care of herself. 100% she, agree. She regularly says, Oh, McDonald's. Oh, I'm eating here. Oh, food delivery. Like it's, Everything I hear from her is I eat what I want. I do what I want. Like, and I, I feel like, yeah, you should be able to eat what you want, but you should also be doing the things to like, if you, if you want to eat McDonald's every day, you got to be doing the things to counter it. Yeah. Like anything will burn if the furnace is hot enough, but that as well too. every day you got to be, you got to have a pretty hot furnace. So yeah, like you're 100% right because she doesn't, prom- she does, she just started promoting the, I eat what I want, but I exercise to eat what I want. That's the thing I think a lot of times people don't say. It's like the person that, you know, like, you know, I see a lot, of, kind of going to side tangent, you see a lot of like, um, like celebrities, for example, that you see them doing a lot of extreme things like partying, smoking, drinking all the time, right? And you yeah. know, a lot of people are like, oh man, this guy parties all the fucking time and has a fucking amazing body or like they can still do all these things, but they don't promote also like the other things they do. Like, for example, like some one thing Joe Rogan, yeah, one thing joe rogan talks about for example is that he smokes weed like every day does you know drinks quite drinks quite a bit all that but this guy also gets iv drips every week damn yeah so unless the money this well, guy has though it, nice. it, exactly yeah so that's the part i'm like well you can do that if you can also do you know afford to do the other thing to counteract what you're doing and that goes back to the health thing also as well too where you can eat whatever you want if you know you're doing like what Liza's doing, she eats whatever she wants, but she's also exercising, hiking, and all that. The Did you issue say before, Liza? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Is that her name? Am I saying it wrong? No, I'm pretty sure that's her name, Liza. Liza, Liza. I don't fucking know. This <laughs> I thought it was Lizzo. Oh my that's god, I'm Lizzo. No, I think you're right. No, I think you're right. I think Lizzo. Oh. I think I'm the one who's butchering her name. Whatever, <laughs> Mrs. L. Whatever <laughs> fucking name. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her name. Is what? That's so Raven. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay, that's so Raven. But uh, yeah, but like, if I, I think. The, I think the message that a lot of these women need to do sometimes, or even men as well too, especially men, some of these men out there, you need to fucking just be, like, show both sides. Yeah, you do all this shit, but also you're doing X, Y, and Z. Like, people always talk about, like, Dave Chappelle, for example. The dude is a chain smoker, fucking drinks, does all kinds of stuff. But this man also has millions of dollars to afford to all kinds of things to counteract what he does. Same thing if you're out there eating whatever you want and you're, like, you know, this kind of big, a bigger plus size model, you should also kind of promote the other side for other women that like, yeah, I do also work out. 
I love my body because I also do take care of it. And this is the form that it comes in. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. Same thing. Okay, with I want to do a really quick plug for someone who I don't know and doesn't need a plug. Her name's Gabby Dalkin and her Instagram is what's Gabby cooking. And she's amazing. And I love her. And she cooks the craziest, most unhealthy, but amazing food. And she just put out a cookbook called eat what you want. And my favorite thing about her is exactly what we're talking about right now is that she eats whatever the hell she wants and she works out so fucking hard and she promotes both. She, like mm. her, her Instagram handle is literally what's got be cooking. You know, she's a chef and that she cooks and that's like the, her main thing. People know her for it, but she also is always posting about what her workouts are, what mm. her routines are. And she's promoting all types, like all parts of her life. Mm-hmm. Now, some people would say she's sharing more than, you know, she needs to. But I think that she's sharing exactly what she needs to. You know, people can't look at someone who's eating cookies 15 times a day and think, oh, my God, I can look like that if I just eat cookies. Like, no, you can't. Like, it doesn't work that way. So she's really good about promoting both things. And I think she's a good opposite of people like how I mentioned Lizzo, who, Mm -hmm. again, now she's putting out there that she works out. But, like, she waited too long, you know? Yeah. I mean, and the, sa- the same thing applies to men. Don't think we're just only saying women this, women that. Like, men are the same way. Like, you get a lot of these, you know, especially, also, especially I think you see it on Instagram a lot. A lot of these people that claim, you know, they achieve, the, achieve their bodies through, you know, whether it's certain workouts or whatever, but not, not entirely being honest. A lot of them have surgery and then they work out, but they don't tell you about the surgery part. Like, there's actually a pretty funny, um, I think it's a TikTok page where it's a doctor who actually does surgeries and he literally has all these videos of his uh, people he's done surgery on that claim they got it through fitness and he just goes in on all of them. But these people are also selling products. Yeah, they're selling products though, saying, you know, I achieved the, you know, this, you know, 40 inch chest and 19 inch biceps from this workout, but like, it's literally like fat reduction surgeries, all that stuff. And then they work out and then take these supplements and all that. But they promote it. Who is this doctor? I forgot his name. He's an African guy too. He's fucking hilarious. Like I, I'll, I'll literally have to screenshot it. Yeah. Okay. Let me know. Cause that's amazing. Um, yeah. I really quick, sorry to like totally, um, 180 this, but I want to go back to, um, types of body positivity. Um, and I was just, <laughs> I told you John earlier, um, Hey, can we like postpone 10 minutes? And I want to tell yeah. you guys why, because I realized that this is a part of body positivity. Um, so I had a really busy day. I was like cleaning everything before we go on vacation and I wanted to take a shower and like get all my shit done before I recorded with you guys. Um, so I, so girls, if you don't know, have different types of showers where like we shower and we rinse off and that's like a quick shower. Okay. That's like a daily thing. Or we shower and we wash our hair and like whatever, or we do like a full on exfoliate, shave, wash your hair, like do it all. And that's like a big shower. So I'm about to go on vacation. I did that. And I think that speaks really true to the fact that like, I'm sorry, but guys don't do that. Right. Mm. I guess it depends. I mean, yeah. I'm, I, I think I just have one standard issue shower. Put exactly. All, so I feel like guys, keep it on rolling. I feel like guys pretty much have the same like a shower is a shower, you know? So I thought to myself like about how I got, okay. Anyway, that I'm getting off topic, but I, you know, I, I took my big shower and I did all my things to look good and feel good for going on vacation. 
And then I got out of the shower and I looked at my phone. I was like, oh my gosh, I took a really long shower. I need to see if I can postpone this recording. And here's why. Because I got out of the shower and I had more things to do to make sure that I was looking right for for this trip. So the first thing I did was I had to put on my fake tan. And like, I thought to myself, this is so dumb. Like, I was looking... You know, you like sit there and you do it in the mirror so you know where you put it all and you use like your little glove. And I was like, I feel like such a clown right now. Like I'm looking at myself and this is so freaking weird. Who am I doing this for? Like nobody fucking cares if I'm tan. And I realized I was doing it for myself. Like I like the way that I look when I'm tan and I haven't been like outdoors that much, which I hate for myself. But so I'm putting on like myself tanner because that is what makes me feel positive about the way I look. That's something mm. not real, but not scale related, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. another thing I did was I mentioned, so I, um, I, again, I'm a, I'm a hairy person. So like I get my face waxed, like the whole thing or dermaplaning where they like scrape off all of like the fuzz on, around your forehead and your face. And um, they, it scrapes off your dead skin. But it's, I've just moved here um, right before we all got locked inside for months and months. So I have yet to find a salon where I feel comfortable doing that here in Richmond. Or, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said where I live. Whatever. Uh, Or, uh, and places where I would try, like, they're not open to doing, like, face-touching procedures right now. So, like, I've had to do stuff myself. So I sat in the bathroom and I did my own dermaplaning. And it sucked and I haven't done it in years. But, like... Again, I had to postpone something that we've been planning for literal weeks just because I was so concerned with how I looked for myself. Yeah, and so so that kind of goes full circle with what we were talking about. You know, like this is just kind of your personal um, goals or definition of what body positivity is to you. You feel good, so that's body positive from what I'm understanding, right? Yeah, like that's, I don't like, let me tell you, nobody else is going to notice that I shaved the baby hairs around my hairline so that my makeup would apply evenly. I don't even wear makeup, so I don't. I literally have no reason to do this. Like, no one in the world is going to notice this, but it just helps me feel good about myself. Like, I, I don't know, my face feels smoother, and I just, I don't, like, I don't know. I have no reason to do it other than it's, po- it's like, a positive thing for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like I said, I guess to, to wrap this up, you know, it's just, I guess the message that we're trying to, to have is that, you know, it's, it's your body. You can do whatever you want, you know, and body positivity kind of depends on who you ask and what you define personally. But the issue, or I guess, I don't, I guess issue is the word is when you, when we're prom- when you try to push those ideologies onto someone else, that's kind of counter counteractive and to body positivity. You should be accepting of someone whether they lose weight or whether whether they, you know, like that's that shouldn't be a a negative thing when someone loses weight and trying to better themselves. Yeah, just promote so as long as they're taking care yeah. of themselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. To the least of their ability and their knowledge. Yeah, yeah promote healthy. Just promote being healthy at the end of the day, because like there's nothing positive about being unhealthy. Yeah. And what that's shown aesthetically or, you know, internally based off, you know, maybe like having a hard time walking around and stuff like that. At the end of the day, we should be honest with our peers. And if you're in a, if you're a person of influence, you should, you have like a, almost a duty to be honest. You know, if you're, 
model out there. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you have millions and millions of girls that view you as, a, you know, a sta- as a, like a, a standard or something of the sort. I would say that you should be a little bit, you should be a little bit more honest, mm. you know, be honest about it. Like, like, you know, whether you're Tess Holiday or Ashley Graham or whoever you're Chris Hemsworth or whatever, just be, you know, the more honest you are, I think the better off more people are because people do take things very literal for the most part. And at the end of the day, there are other cultures that have pretty healthy, uh, healthy societies and you see how they are. So it's not impossible. And I think this whole word we kept using unattainable, something that should kind of be like almost diminished because it is possible to have a health, live in a healthy society. Like there are countries and places where people are living to like fucking a hundred years old. And that's the average, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. Um, yeah. So like I said, Emily, you, um, you know, you started a, your own tie dye shirt business type of thing, I guess. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so they look really, really dope. You want to tell the listeners a little bit about it, just, you know, where they can find you and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I'm only on Instagram right now, but looking to expand that. Um, it's called, so the Instagram handle is LOL dying, but spelled L O L D Y E I N G. So like tie dying, <laughs> LOL, I'm dying. Um, and basically I, I don't know, I'm really crafty. So I've been tie dying all of the things since I have been able to go nowhere and do nothing and I can't keep all of them so I want to sell them to everybody for a very good price so check it out please yeah definitely check it out and then when we hit a certain a goal of ours we should do a giveaway yes totally I'll give away whatever the people want cool winner tie-dyed van Sure. <laughs> it might yeah, take a couple will, thousand years, but I'll do my best. We will um keep you updated on that. It'll be very soon, so be on the lookout for that. If you like this podcast or if you hated it, still smash that like button, follow button. Um you know, hope to continue this conversation. Follow us on our social media platforms. Instagram is Puzzle Minds Podcast, our Twitter is Puzzled Minds Pod. And our email is puzzlemindspodcast at gmail.com where we do encourage anyone and everyone to have a topic sent to us. That way we can discuss it in the next episode. Last but not least, thank you again at official block of the week for the weekly episode cover art that we have. And other than that, everyone stay puzzled. <laughs>